You're listening to Friday Night Insight on Impact Exposure. Friday Night Insight, unfortunately. It's Thursday, and that means we get to listen to the mother of all shows. I don't think we've ever had a Friday Night Insight, but we get to listen to the mother of all shows. We are the best show ever. Best show ever, right? All right, my name is Neil. And I'm Tricky Nikki. We have a great show for you. Let Take it away. us introduce the panel. We've got Puke Pile. Hey. He's the host of the, uh, of the second best show on the Impact, the Hours of Power. Whatever. And <laughs> excuse me. And we, as always, we have Owen. Yes, always here. Yeah, I'm always, always here. And, and I'm correcting a gripe he has off air. Now we have Aaron Smith. Okay, yes. Aaron Strong. <laughs> Aaron I'm sorry, it's still Aaron Strong to me. Aaron Strong. I tried to help you out there, Aaron dude. Because the Aaron F. Anyhow. It's such a weird creepy people finding out where I live and they're going to come and who knows what's going It's okay. It's Impact people, though. People that listen to the Impact are very freaking cool. Am I right, yeah. listeners? See, so you have nothing to worry about, Aaron Strong. Sure, whatever. However, we have a great panel and a great show. Lots In studio, as always, we've got Jay, who's bustling around, so he yes, doesn't Jay, get to speak. Good to have you. This week, we have uh, reviews of The 40-Year-Old Virgin, who what I got to see. We got Supercross, Pupile got to see. We have the complete sixth season of The Simpsons, which I haven't stopped watching since and of Tuesday. Course, Sin City. And of course, Sin City. Woo. Of course, when Sin City, we're referring to East Lansing, right? Oh, naturally. I mean, we're all but, <laughs> but first, we got to do this. What do we got to do? We got to... Give us the, the goods. Um, I guess that's not working. So we're going to start right into the movies. Uh, the top five movies for uh, August 12th. At number one, we got John Singleton's New Four Brothers. That's Which Mark I'm Wahlberg. I'm so disappointed I didn't get to see. I mean, where else do you get to see a movie where Marky Mark and Andre 3000 are brothers? And it's in Detroit. Does and that it's not make in Detroit. But wait, hold up, rewind. It was set in Toronto, though. That's the thing. Well, I mean, it's set in Detroit, but a lot of the. The parts in the movie. A lot of filming's in, done in Canada because in they're cheaper. Canada. I don't understand why. I feel like Detroit's well, gypped. They talk about Detroit, which is good. <laughs> Ooh, they talk about Detroit. Really when you think about mention. it, Detroit and Canada, they're pretty much the same thing. When you think of I mean, Michigan and Canada, it's pretty much <laughs> the same thing. So. We're only at A away from being in Canada. Exactly. However, if you did see a. Four Brothers, because none of us got a chance to, please give us a call here at 432-3893. We would love to hear your take on it and your review. Uh, so. Number two... Um, Movie in the country is Skeleton Key, Katie. Um, <laughs> no. Kate Hudson. Dead. Kate Hudson. I was thinking Katie <laughs> Holmes. Goldie Hawn Jr. Um, this 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 it's movie's gotten um, mixed reviews. Horror fans hate it. Regular people like it. So that so means that, like that means I'm not gonna like it either. Uh, number three is. Uh, Nikki's Nikki's favorite movie of this year, The Duke of Hazard. Movie of the summer. I re- I reviewed it last week. I'm not gonna lie. I gave it a three. So I'm sorry. I, no, I was not a fan. <laughs> three out of ten. Oh. Three out of ten on the scale of awesomeness. You need to turn. You need to turn off the metal and turn up the mother of all shows. That's right. That's all I hear is metal. Um, number four uh, is Wedding Crashers. I'm really surprised the longevity of this one. It's still up there in the top five What's a great for like flag? six it's a good weeks. Movie. It's Owen Wilson and that and of other course, guy. And of course, number five is Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. I love this movie just because I can say Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. <laughs> we'll give a review of that movie momentarily. Coming, coming out um, tomorrow, August nineteenth, we have the Red the Eye. West we Craven. have Wes Craven's new movie, Red Eye, starring Cillian Murphy and 
the very hot Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. I've been mispronouncing it forever. I'm sorry. Cillian Murphy a few weeks back. Yeah. I went to I went to public schools, and thus I can't read. Public schools. We have. have I'm an idiot. You are you are you are you happy now? Was part of the special ed elementary school. It's okay, Neil. We I rode the short bus. You're gonna be okay. But it is Killian Murphy, and you can also know him as Dr. Jonathan Crane. And Rachel Rachel McAdams, who is in Wedding Crasher playing. Uh, Owen Wilson of Owen Wilson. She's really attractive. She is gorgeous. She was also in Mean Girls, so that's a little notch down for Rachel McAdams. But, you know, this movie could bring her back up. I like Mean Girls. Thank you, Puke Pile. What was it about Mean Girls that you loved? I thought it was just really catty and funny. It shows how catty people can be. You know it was good? Because Tina Fey wrote it. That's yeah, why that's good. why it was good. Thank you, Owen. I applaud you head writer, Tina. Thank you. Also, coming out tomorrow is... Uh, Ewan McGregor in an animated movie called Valiant. It's pigeons in an Air Force. Yeah. What's the deal on that? I heard it's because a pigeon is too small and he's trying to get bigger and buff. I guess steroids. I have no idea. It's not Pixar yet, so I'm not paying attention. Like I always say, it's it's either cute or it's going to really suck. So maybe we'll have a review of that next week. And the last two movies. Most movies is either good or it's bad. Well, it's either really (laughs) cute or it sucks. That's how it is with you know animated movies these days. So there's no gray area for you know big CG. I mean, there can be. But with me, I mean, I'm a chick. I'm not gonna lie. I just, I say. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm cool. a girl. Dang hey, it! What? Girls, I know you agree with me. All you right, and also really coming sucks. out tomorrow. <laughs> We're not gonna have of another forty-year-old virgin. Forty-year-old virgin and Supercross. Supercross came out today. Came our, out Wednesday. Our friend Pukepile got to see it. Why don't you head off on Supercross? Yeah, give First us the all, details. I want to reiterate. I got paid to watch that movie. <laughs> all right. So. Well, that's always good. I mean, at least you get paid. All right. Is it one of those though. movies where we all want to get paid to watch that movie? Yes, it is. Really? <laughs> it starts off with nothing much more than a crap fest of uh, undeveloped characters and okay, really no characterization out of nowhere. A couple pool boys. Work in this really nice mansion in the pool, <laughs> and they get in oh, and start boys. playing and splashing each other around. And the main girl comes out and she falls in love with the main guy, and even though they're from two different worlds, Wait, so they, are, are they still splashing around yeah, at this point? Yeah, okay, so uh, the pool I just boys are still splashing check. around, or she's splashing around with them. No, she watches them and says, No, no, pool boys. I don't know, dude. I, I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't agonizing pain in the beginning, so they do a, uh, a race and. Okay. They lose because the one brother screws up. Oh, God, how sad. Is that a tearjerker at that point? It I mean, was. did you I, bust I, out? The were you crying issues? before that because the movie was so bad? I, I cried from the second the credits hit. <laughs> uh, then at that point, one gets a deal of racing for an actual like company, and the other brother gets all jealous, and he gets to race too, and he gets hurt, and the other brother has to prevail for his brother, and they work together to win the final race. Sounds like an 80s ski movie. It's Fast and the Furious. It sounds Oscar-worthy to me. Please go on. Is it better or worse than Fast and the Furious? I enjoy Fast and the Furious for the mere fact that I had decent music to clean to at the end. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to clean to. <laughs> just, just to clarify, why do you say to clean to? Just so that other people understand. I work at a movie theater. There you go. And I used to... To clean and start movies, and right. I enjoyed cleaning that because the music was cool. I, I didn't so, know if maybe it was like music you vacuum your living room, you know, during no. end credits or something. <laughs> I was kind of across uh, a point five out of ten. A point oh, five oh, out of ten oh, on the scale of awesomeness. awesomeness. Ooh, 
Ooh, that's the lowest rating we've got. That is the lowest rating ever. And be thankful that I don't have to review Jeepers Creepers 2 on this show because then I would go into the negative numbers. (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. Another, the other movie we're reviewing today is a movie I saw, which is the 40 year old version. Steve Carell is hilarious. Is in this movie, he plays Andy, a uh, guy that works at a electronics store. He's like the stock manager. And he starts becoming basically f- Neil in like twenty years, right? No, <laughs> stock manager. I'm a salesman. <laughs> um, but anyhow, he starts becoming friends with uh, some guys he works with, and around a poker game, he admits to them that <gasps> he's a virgin, Ooh. and it all stems from there. He also meets a girl played by Catherine Keener, who you might remember as the evil producer in Death to Smoochie. And does she take away his virginity? Um, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I'm- Don't be a plot spoiler. Um, what's great about this movie is it's American Pie for 40-year-olds. Yes, I said that last week, and it is. It's really funny. Um, Paul Rudd plays one of his friends, David, and Seth Rogen plays Cal, and Romy Malco plays Jay. And everybody well, the last all- time Paul Rudd and Steve Carell were in a movie together was Anchorman, which was actually Anchorman. produced by the director who directs this movie, Judd Apatow. So. But fortunately, Just Steve Carell isn't regated to saying stuff like he ate. I love lamp. Yeah, you. he loves lamp. <laughs> Um, what makes this movie great is this does not have to rest on Steve Carell and Paul Rudd because they got some unknown people. The a guy that I really liked in this, Seth Rogen, the only thing he's done is Freaks and Geeks and Undeclared, two shows who which I've never seen in my entire life. Well, they life. were both canceled as well, so but, but don't he, let that be the term. He was really here. funny in it, and what's great is with the writing with it, it's not about him trying to lose his virginity around every corner. It turns into a dating snafu well, movie. This is actually, so um, Steve Carell, he used to be part of Chicago's uh, Second City, and this was actually part of his stand-up comedy that he did so he actually had a you know thought process here behind the script and had the idea of doing this 40 year old virgin yeah he and the director judd pelto uh-huh. i can speak Apato. Apato. they go. wrote it and it's written really good i mean it's he he tries to talk to women and he can't what <laughs> i also found really interesting is all the toys he has in his apartment hmm. they're kind of funny did they remind you of somebody neil I only have Star Wars collectibles hanging up. Okay, I have Batman the Animated right. Series stuff too. Oh, okay, hanging up like in a my room. Year old virgin. <laughs> There'll be a sequel you know, and it'll be Steve the Steve played this character Neil. Andy and he reminded me of this other person I know named Aaron. And what Is he's... it Aaron Strong? Yes. And in, in fact, um Steve Carell's last name in this movie is Strong. Really? Actually not. I'm oh. kidding. I can't back that I was going to be all excited about that. I'd be like, sweet. It's about time we have someone whose last name is the same as mine in a movie. And, well, then you dashed my hopes and dreams. Hopes. Overall, this is a sex comedy, yes. And it's really vulgar. I could quote some scenes out of this. But then um, the entire Impact um, suits and director staff would come in here and beat me and flog me you and then beat me again. And then take all the FCC violations out of my pocket. But which you gotta means... admit that'd be pretty sweet on air. I agree. To hear yeah. your breaking <laughs> skulls. <laughs> um, but you no, know, folks, it's... no, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> Crazy Jay, Jay's intercept there. Quiet, you. Um, but you know, I haven't laughed this this hard at a movie since like American Pie in the theater. I didn't laugh this hard at Anchorman. So on a scale of awesomeness, what would you give it? I'm giving this movie about a, an 8, a solid 8, a because a movie like this can't ever reach a 9. Well, that is that is pretty high, though, you got to admit. 
It's pretty high, but any you... scenes out there that really stand out in your mind that you want to share with the audience? Um, I'm trying to think. Any that you can share with the can, audience? Yeah. Can I share <laughs> Keep with it the PG-13. audience? It's really funny because at one point, um, Cal, Seth Rogen's character, tells Andy, Steve Carell's character, that the best way to talk to women is just to ask them questions, like this. Hey, Nikki, what's going on? Oh, you know, not too much. Just hanging out here talking about Steve Carell. You like hanging out? Uh, yeah. Talking about, do you like talking about Steve Carell? Where's this going? Where do you think this is going? Ah, uh, by the way, we have, um, Neil's girlfriend in the studio. Can we talk about Neil's girlfriend? Hi, I'm Patty. <laughs> I'm Neil's <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> Stop ignoring me. You know you love me, Neil. I'm sorry, Patty. Don't beat me. <laughs> she may have a masculine voice, but she's, um, she's kind of small like a Barbie doll. <laughs> she's a woman. Right in front of Neil. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Barbie doll replica in the house tonight. It is Neil's girlfriend. Right, so Anywho, eight, 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 eight on the scale of awesomeness. <laughs> we trying to keep eight. this show from the gutter. I know I don't always get to keep it from the gutter. but Too late. Too, too late. late but it is an eight, so that's pretty much up there. We would say it's a good comedy for It's a summer. good comedy. Laughed really hard. Everybody in the audience was, too. Everybody was in it, and it actually got applause at the end. The guy actually—I don't know if you saw it at the same place. The 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 security guard outside my office building. I was talking to him today. He got to go see the, uh, an event screening of it too, and he said that uh, one guy that he was uh, in the theater had to get up and leave halfway through. And um, I can't really say the same way he said it because of FCC, but he said he he was pretty sure the guy had maybe wet himself from laughing so hard. <laughs> wow. Because this guy, he said, was just g- rolling around laughing so hard. He said it was one of the funniest movies he's seen. So if, if that's any indication of how good the movie is, well, take some Depends, folks, because you may need it. Depends. That's interesting. I just saw Deuce Bigelow last Friday. Not by choice. I really did want to go see um, that Four Brothers movie by John Singleton. However, it was sold out, so go figure. I go see Deuce Quick Bigelow. recap of Deuce. Just give us uh, your thoughts. Well, you guys, I'm not going to lie. It It's one of those movies. I mean, it's funny. If you like the first one, I'm sure you'll like this one. But um, you don't go to a movie like this expecting to be, you know, Oscar worthy, obviously. Some movies are just plain stupid. Some are both stupid and funny. And this was one of those stupid and funny ones. So he goes off to Amsterdam in order to help his friend and former pimp, TJ. And, of course, the European gigolos are getting killed off, and they need to find the killer since TJ's wrongfully accused. Sounds kind of like uh, hmm. episode three of Star Wars, where they're just killing off all the Jedi. Well, hold on, let <laughs> me move on. <laughs> so, Deucey so goes off undercover right. to check out the woman who these uh, gigolos were with, and that's, of course, when he meets the crazy women, who include one who has a penis instead of a nose, due to a Russian Chernobyl birth defect. Okay, I can't lie. This movie goes a little out of control at oh, some parts. Yeah, but I hey, knew about that. If you that ever was... met a chick with a penis as a nose, what would you do? What would you I, do? Continue talking about this movie and not make me think about that character anymore. This movie, though, did make me laugh at a lot more points than Dukes of Hazard, which I reviewed last week. By the way, I gave it a three. And um, Norm MacDonald makes some cameo appearances in this movie. If you can't recall, he's from Saturday Night Live, our favorite show. And uh, he amused me by playing a uh, middle-aged Scottish gigolo. He did the accent and all. Well, nine yards. It was Aaron, you would have loved 
loved it. So on a scale, I would give it a four. Eddie Griffin, who of course plays TJ and Norm MacDonald give hilarious performances, but I wasn't impressed by our hero, Ducey. You know, Rob Schneider hasn't made a good movie since the first one of these, and I saw the first one last week in preparation. What did you think of the first one? It was uh, was the best Rob Schneider movie ever, but you know... Adam Sandler could sleep through his and make a better movie. And, of course, it is an Adam Sandler production, Happy Gilmore production, so they did produce it together. Madison! But there are jokes about Europeans' attitude toward um, American post-Iraq, and there's trash talk between gigolos that are kind of funny. So, I mean, it is an amusing film. However, there was this... Okay, I'm not going to say any obscene names, but there was this guy behind me who kept laughing hysterically, and he had one of those obnoxious laughs. Have you ever sat in a theater <laughs> where this guy laughs about every five seconds? It was something like this. Let's hear the laugh. Here it comes. Okay, just be careful. It might kind of shock you. <laughs> <laughs> every five seconds, Are you people. Sure it wasn't the crypt keeper that was just kind of sitting behind you. Oh, my God. The creep keeper was at this movie. Was he that old? Uh, yeah, pretty much. And everybody was making fun of uh, his laughter because you couldn't laugh at the movie anymore. You had to laugh at the guy who was laughing like this. It it just didn't make the movie any better. But, um, yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, not definitely up there with a scale of motherness of nine, but, you know. Scale of, scale mother- of motherness. What is scale, scale of motherness? Well, scale of awesomeness. Scale Hello? of awesomeness. It's not scale, just- Well, it can be motherness because this is the mother of all shows. Anything goes. I and think our again, I, I think our off four. screen turmoil that would make a really good behind the music is is spilling on the show. <laughs> our along. camera's rolling when Nikki strangled Neil <laughs> <laughs> and laughed hysterically in the process. All right, anyway. movie got- news and rumors. Yeah, movie. that's right. Moving along. Movies. Uh, what do you got Neil? I got X three. If you guys have been listening to this show all summer, you know that I love X Men and X three. No, they've casted some uh, some really just not important characters like a president's cabinet and the father of uh, Warren Worthington, who is the Archangel. So Angel's in this movie. He's playing by a guy named Ben Foster. No mm. idea who it is. Um, British actress Ben Foster. Ben Foster. That name does sound familiar. It does, but I don't recall from where. He's probably on one of those hip teen shows, and since I'm not cool, I don't watch them. Or maybe those Lifetime original movies. Ooh, that's Neil does watch those. <laughs> the abusive husband and all of them. Aaron, you're not supposed to tell. I'm sorry, Neil. Anyhow, British He's actress Olivia Williams has been casted as Dr. Myra McTaggart. Um, there's any number of ways you can go with this character. She can just be this handy-dandy scientist that Professor X has. Um, Beast's already in here, and you've already established that Jean Grey's a doctor, so why do you need more scientists? So Jean Grey, because Jean Grey is no yeah, longer in is. the picture. Jean, Jean Grey, uh, Femke Jansen true. has confirmed that she is in this movie. Well, yeah, but she really? won't be... Well, who knows what they're going to who, who knows what they're going to do, because I personally don't think they can do the Phoenix Saga any justice by going into X3 and just doing it, because that... The Phoenix Saga deals a lot with aliens, and if they bring aliens into this picture, um, you will see me go on a psychotic well, rampage. What I think, think yeah, they might do, we not do in that case, just allude to her, because I mean, they already alluded to her when they did at the very end of the movie, when they did that pan over top of the water, and you saw the I'd, the the uh, uh, little shadow of Oak Phoenix. Yeah, for those of you that didn't pick up on it, it's there. Yeah. It's there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's there. there. I got all excited. Um, so it's it's gonna happen at least one way or another. She's gonna. Phoenix will be in this next movie. Um, now, Patrick Stewart said that filming has been going kind of smoothly with Brett Ratner. Um, he makes me nervous. 
And uh, Holly Berry said that, uh, yeah, Holly Berry <laughs> said that she gets a bigger role, which also makes me sad because, you know well, what? Well, of course, you know, Miss Holly Berry, Miss, Miss Prima Donna here. I'm Holly Berry. I want an Oscar. So in a group I movie, I need more screen time. Well, she Ooh. needs to kind of come back from Catwoman. I mean, goodness, she needs to. Now, why do you think she signed on to do X-Men 3 after she did because Catwoman? she knows she can't do anything better, She please. can't do anything Speaking worthy speaking of X Men, uh, X Men Three star Hugh Jackman has declined the opportunity to sign for a three film deal to play Bond. James Are you Bond. kidding me? This is um, news to me. He he has declined. Now I haven't heard I've heard him in preliminary um, reports of all these big pe- big name people that they wanted to get. Well, I know Pierce Brosnan is completely out of the picture. He yeah, Brosnan. Yeah, hey, Brosnan. I read that that Brosnan, he's out Welcome completely. To Hollywood. That's how it goes. The only person that us Americans would know, who last time I heard was in the running for James Bond, is the guy who plays Doctor Kovac on ER, and I'm not yes, going I to try to that. pronounce his name. Neither. I'm, I'm just so, yeah, that guy. The ER guy. <laughs> Hugh Jackman would be terrible, James. Bond. Yeah, he's not a James Bond guy. I don't no. see him in that. I see him in those action animated now, comic we've strips. We've got we've got a little yeah. bit of time left. We are going to continue on to the Crimes Against Humanity portion of movies. Yes. Uh, my first Crime Against Humanity is director Yuli Bull's next movie. Anything Yuli Bull does is a Crime Against Humanity, and Pew Pile seems to agree with me. I detest Yuli Bull. I hope he suffers a horrible fate. He directed uh, House of the Dead and After Dark, two video game... Um, Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark, two video game adaptions. Horrible. The last movie that I was mad that I paid money to see was And Alone why are in they the so horrible, guys? Film me. Because he... Puke take it away. All right, I'll tell you Alone in the Dark. The, the movie had nothing to do with the game. The game's about, like, your guy in a house area and... There's like this other guy. This had to do with aliens that were afraid of the light. There was Tara, one step from being a porn star, read in it. <laughs> right? And out of nowhere, she gets naked. From, without provocation, just... Nudity, bam. Yeah. I'm like, what? I, she hasn't seen this guy in years. She says, hide him for five minutes. And her boobies come out. Are uh, you sure you just I, weren't shocked from the boobies? No, I mean? I, I've seen Tara read several times. Like how, how, <laughs> really? <laughs> so that's not the point. The point is terrible acting. St- AKA puke pile likes porn sites with Tara Reid. <laughs> anyway, it's just a bad movie. If you would have seen the guy talk about House of the Dead, he's like, the main guy is very evil and maniacal. Does he well, talk like Vincent Price? He, he talks between... Yes, master. He's very evil. I should make him despicable. That, that's him yes. right there. Mm, yes. Thank you, Aaron. He's Ed Wood for our generation. Oh. Okay, generation. now, Yuli Bold's next movie is Dungeon Siege, which I'm being... Blood is, is a comedy uh, of some sorts. It's going to have Ray Liotta, Ron Perlman... Claire or Lily Zobieski, Matthew Lily. Lillard, Burt Reynolds, and John Reese Davies. I'd like to tell all the people that I just named off um, to just say goodbye to your careers. They're done. Hey, John Reese Davies is awesome because he's Gimli. Back off. <laughs> and he's that one guy from Indiana. It doesn't Jones. matter. He's Gimli. Now, what's your next crime against humanity? Because I saw a little snippet of it and I cried. Well, what are you referring to in particular there, Neil? The the Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. 
I'm sorry. No, it's not Jean-Claude Van Damme, but I did read this the other day, and I thought it was absolutely hysterical. Steven Seagal is releasing a CD called Songs from the Crystal Cave. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but Steven Seagal releasing a CD, that's like... You know, Jean-Claude Van Damme releasing a CD. I mean, what is the world coming to? Well, Honestly, I'm going to release track. my own pop song. No, but this is the funny part. He has a track with Stevie Wonder. <laughs> How did Steven Seagal get hooked up with Stevie Wonder for this? Stevie Wonder. I mean, really, I don't I mean, know. What has Stevie Wonder done? Well, when you think about it, they've got you've got WWE stars now with CDs of their own. I won't name them because I don't want John Cena just came out with a rap album. Is that what you're referring to? And others. There's others. Jamie Foxx? Well, he originally was singing on, uh, uh, what's that? Shoot, Hmm. what's that show? William Culler. Well, no. Jamie Foxx won an Oscar for playing Ray Charles, and he did all his own piano work and singing. So Jamie Foxx can release an album. Yeah. But then also you've got... uh, What's this? I'm completely forgetting names of people today, but what's his face from Baywatch? David, David Hasselhoff. 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 Yeah, Hasselhoff. but that only, you know, rocked people's underwear over in, in Germany. Germany. So maybe all the other people like his CD. Maybe yeah. the, Germans, no. the Germans will love Steven Seagal. We'll see about that. They but. like bad music, I guess. Doesn't Hulk Hogan have a, uh, yes, a Christmas has, album or something? That was in the early 90s, and we will not discuss Hulk Hogan's Hulk Rules album That's or the Macho Man Ray. Randy Savage Be a Man album because if we do, I'm going to go on another second. Those were the CDs that, that I was were a great album. To. Hulk Hogan, the Wrestling Boot Band. All right, Neil's about to come strangle me. But Let, let's not let that happen. All right. All right. But um, <laughs> Steven Seagal's CD went out to the media without his name, so that definitely is smart publicity. Because I mean, <laughs> who made this? And you'll be hearing album? it right here <laughs> on 89 FM. The I mean, we're going to be playing it on rotation here at the Impact. So look forward to Steven Seagal. He's God. Thank Thank one for one. Is that uh, uh, my last crime against humanity? Is just the announcement that they're making a sequel to Garfield. Uh, well, is there Wait, was there a it? first Garfield? I don't yeah, recall there, that. Yeah, the, the live-action yeah. Garfield with uh, Bill Murray. Jennifer Love Hewitt, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Brecken Meyer, and they're all coming back. I hate Jennifer Love Hewitt. I hate her. Anything Why Jennifer do Le- people hate her so much? She's evil. When was the last good? What was the last good thing she did? Seriously, name it. She'll never get out Modeling of her friend's DQ. character. That's okay, that's not, that's not... Count any... it. <laughs> People, she looks like oh, a horse. Oh. She's not an attractive woman, number one. Number Are two, she can't me? really act outside of her friend's character. Nobody can take her seriously. Come on. Friends? Friends. Are we talking about Jennifer Aniston? No, we're oh, talking about Jennifer Love oh. Hewitt. <laughs> She was in Party of Five. (laughs) Okay, Jennifer Love Hewitt, I'm sorry, she can't really act either. You can't take her out of her Party of Five character. Do you still think she looks like a horse? Or is that Uh, just Aniston you think looks like a horse? She looks like a pony. Like, oh, like a, a pony. pony. I want a pony for Christmas. I want to ride the pony. Let Jennifer Aniston's the horse. <laughs> Jennifer Love You is the pony. So. All right. Well, we tried to decide which person's ugly. We're going to take a break. We'll you be back. are listening to the mother of all shows on Impact 89 FM. You're listening to Exposure only on 88.9 The Impact. Okay, cue horses. Energy people, energy! 
Settle up and buckle down for 88.9 The Impact's High Noon, where every weekday at noon, two songs battle it out in a showdown like you've never seen this side of the Rio Grande. Okay, all right, cut. Frank, look, I appreciate what you're doing, and you know, that voice might work in a Chalupa commercial, okay? But what we're doing here is far less cowboy and more gunslinging outlaw. And honestly, guys, I could use more harmonica. Let's take it from there. Roll music. Frank, think Charlton Heston meets Clint Eastwood. Okay, go. First, fire up your radios Sundays from 8 to 10 p.m. for Sitter Spin and voice your opinion about the songs you'd like to hear on the high noon. Then tune in at noon every weekday to find out who's going to be the last band standing. Caller number five on the high noon wins a Primo Impact Prize and gets to choose the winning song that survives to face a new challenger in the next midday brawl. Better. Okay, and trumpets, let's bring her home. Don't miss High Noon at Noon. Weekdays. Only on Impact 89FM. AIDS has killed nearly six million children worldwide. That's more than every child in every preschool, grade school, and high school in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, Washington, Atlanta, and Miami combined. The time to do something is now. The place is apathyislethal.org. AIDS is preventable. Apathy is lethal. A public service announcement brought to you by the United Nations Foundation and the Ad Council. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. We don't own a DVD player. Yeah, dude, nobody does. They're too expensive. DVD news and reviews on the mother of all shows. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, coming out like that came out last Tuesday. We've got Aaron's favorite movie, The Wedding Date, which was Woo-hoo! Debbie Messing and some hot English guy. Dermot Mulroney. He's not English, awesome. he's American. And, and, and a romantic comedy. Yeah, that's... You know, you have to get in touch with your feminine side. Yeah, I don't want to touch my feminine side. Um, also, <laughs> Dave Chappelle's right. stand-up for what it's worth came out on DVD. We are talking about Undeclared and uh, all the connections to 40-Year-Old Virgin. Well, the complete series of Undeclared came out um, along with The Office Season 1, but I do believe that's The British Office. The British Office. The British Office. Mm-hmm. Steve Carell's coming back for a second season of uh, The Office American Style, right? Oh, yeah. The They're bringing American it back, version. but I fear I fear that The Office is NBC's version of Fox's Arrested Development, where it's oh, a yeah, good show, but no one will watch it. It really is. I was watching it because yesterday. Because it's not a reality show. They had show. A, a marathon going on because they were doing a big thing about uh, mm-hmm. the 40-year-old virgin coming out, and I was watching that, and that was the Pretty one good? thing... The, the the office yeah the office is an amazingly funny show well I, wait are you talking about the british or the american version the american version okay but it and it was amazingly funny i saw a couple i saw i think once while during its normal season or whatever uh-huh. and i thought it was hilarious it's well but, done. but yeah it was it was the exact same sort of deal as as Arrested Development, which I kind of was disappointed about because that means now <laughs> NBC is ripping off Fox instead of Fox ripping off the other three networks. So mm. it's kind of mm. awkward, that whole that switching around of, of players. But but uh, it was it was still good because Steve, Steve Crowell is... I mean. 
yeah. It's awesome. So well, have you seen he the British version show. of it? I have not seen the British. The British, version. Br- the British version is funny, but you really have to kind of you know stick with it to get the British humor because. But tough where can we actually catch? I don't the like British. thinking, so I'll British stay with humor. American humor. I love British humor. So well, time out. Where can we actually catch the British? You can version? get the Ameri- DVD. on BBC yeah, America yeah, yeah, and BBC America on the DVDs, which is tough for a lot of us. I think I'm the only one that has BBC America. Right. I do. I'm getting out of cable yet. Okay. Tomorrow. Also it is came, something worth checking out, though. It is. Definitely. Okay. Also came out last Tuesday. Of course, I like to throw a bone to the anime fans. We got Mobile Suit Gundam Seed, the empty battlefield. No idea what that is. I never liked the Gundam Seeds. I was more of a Gundam Wing fan. We also, for Aaron and Owen, we have Walt Disney Timeless Tales, Volumes 1 and 2. Yes! This is oh! uh, finally Disney's take on the Warner Brothers Gold Collection, where they actually put on DVDs right. all the old Disney... Um, clips. Also, and they did have a slumber party to celebrate. Also, the, the two <laughs> two releases we'll talk in depth in a couple minutes. The complete sixth season of The Simpsons and Sin and City. And of course, Sin City. Um, coming out this August twenty third, we have Beauty Shop. Um, no, no. Uh, no. We have Ring we will Two. Not cover that on the show. <laughs> we have Ring folks. Two. Um, theatrical version and unrated version. If the unrated version is better than the theatrical version, I'll I'll sum it a buck. We also have Transporter Special Delivery Edition because Transporter 2 comes out in about three weeks. I saw a clip for that. It looked really, really bad. I know you were talking about it and saying it was going to be great. It's but one of those things that you probably have to watch because watching clips just yeah. makes it look like a bad action But film. Here's, here's the thing. He drives a car off of a roof and flies into an unfinished building that's being developed across the street just happens to land perfectly onto one floor sliding across and stops at the other edge just before he t- flips over and just is sitting there all cocky like no one's ever uh, claimed that the right. that that the transporter has ever had realistic action fighting yeah but i still, will that... see see the grease scene where he dumps grease all over the place and thus no one can catch him yeah well here's the thing i would expect that sort of stunt from a dmx movie Not from from the transporter. Also coming out Tuesday, because we'll argue transporter later. We have the OC, the second complete season. Oh, yeah. Does anybody want to review that? I do. Okay, (laughs) PewPaws all over it. We'll get that And also, finally, because Ring 2 came out, Ringu Anthology of Terror. It's all the Japanese Ringu movies. I yeah, but I hate subtitles, and I tried to watch Ringu once before, and I couldn't hate get through. Reading it. Neil, yeah, Neil, it's not funny. <laughs> I'd like to see you watch a couple foreign films. Like I've watched films. foreign films. I'm I'm a fan of Japanese horror. I recommend The Uncanny. You know what would also be great on this show? A book review, but we don't do that here, do we? Reading hurts. I was going to do Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Harry Potter is the only book we would review on this show, but we'll try. We'll try (laughs) hardest to do a book review. (laughs) Why doesn't Nikki talk some Sin City? Oh, I love Sin City. Okay, I have not seen this at all up until this DVD, which is sad, but true, and thank God I finally caught it. Um, Well, we'll get to this DVD in a second. First, I just want to talk about the actual movie. Um, love the line, walk down the right back alley in Sin City, and you can find anything. Quoted by Mickey Rourke, who is finally back in action, has a starring role in a movie. It's been a Mickey while since Rourke we saw Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke was back in Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah, he played that I mean, near gay guy that had that dog. He hasn't been around that often, though, you gotta admit. So it was really good to have him in a starring role. And this movie is just filled with cinematic brilliance. The technical work, I gotta say, will never be topped. Um, however, there is a little Nicky disclaimer. Sin City, obviously, as the name implies, and it's an extremely violent and graphic film. Just uh, word of the wise, Quentin Tarantino did have a guest directing scene, which, of course, that should speak for itself, think Kill Bill. But it's not as bad as Kill Bill. 
However, there are some graphics. It, it, it is. It is graphic. I know what scene well, it is, but I don't want to The thing about it is that it's black and white, so you can't exactly see everything. Yeah, that is true. So, but there are, blo- you know, obviously there's blood, there's gore, there's glory and murder, decapitation, cannibalism, destruction of body parts. But I gotta say, I love every minute of it because I'm a sick individual. Is it and wrong? I love that kind of stuff. I'm kind of hungry right now. So, <laughs> you know, maybe we'll eat some body limbs later on the show. However, um, it's obviously based on Frank. Miller's comic book, who is a genius. Frank I love Miller Frank is Miller. A genius. Um, and uh, you really do feel like you're in a comic book when you're watching this movie. There's a little bit of film noir, and it's so original. And I love the three character stories the film focuses on, who are all kind of interloosely connected. Yeah, that um, was the, cool. Yeah, I that is that. very cool. So the narration done by whoever happens to be the protagonist at the time takes. A little getting used to because I'm not used to, you know, narration in a movie. But in this, I don't know, it kind of worked what? with the whole, well, who narrates in a movie, you know? Everybody narrates in a movie. Uh, no, I narrate my own just movie. just scenes. There's not, you know, narration like in this film as it's done. So if you have a comment, of course, always call me here at 432-3893. But moving along, um, obviously, you know, it does have a comic feel to it. Now, just a couple things I want to mention. So good, obviously, to see Mickey work again. Um, and only in this movie would Elijah Wood be a bad guy. He's a really good guy. I never could look at Frodo the same again. A, no, creep and a half. And yeah. Oh, yeah. I he, always he doesn't Frodo have any lines, him. and he's really creepy. Yeah, he's got those glasses and he's that look that on his face. He's got that kid next door homicidal tendency about him. Creeps the heck out of yeah. me. But um, Bencio Del Toro obviously does a great performance as well, and Clive Owen. I loved Clive Owen in this movie. And I didn't know of Clive Owen before this, but I really like Which is like sad, because he's a great actor. He was he's... in all those BMW short films. Those are great out, which films. Are amazing. Mm-hmm. I've got them all at home, and I'm... I am blown away every single time I see it. They're great. Yeah. Well, the last Clive Owen movie I saw was Closer. Have you guys seen that one? No, that's where I knew him from. Yep, he's in that one, which um, takes a while getting used to. It's kind of different, but we're going to get back to Sin City here. Um, the particular effective part is obviously the black and white photography to kind of recreate, you know, the appearance of Miller's graphic novels. And I love the occasional snippets of colors that they do. The red. Do you guys notice the red in this movie? It's the always blue red. Eyes. Well, that too. That but they do like guy? the red dress, the red lipstick, obviously blood and gore every time there's any kind of blood, it, you know, they kind of show the red. So it's, it's kind of cool, but you get the picture. So there was um, kind of talk about this movie that it was supposed to be like the pulp fiction of our generation. Would you guys agree with that? Fiction um, wait, wait, when did, we, comparison. When, did, when did we leave this generation? Yeah, when hey, did, when once did 2000 pulp hit. Because Pulp Fiction was in the 1990s. But our generation was pre-2000. And yeah. these comic books came out in the 90s. Well, people. either way, they have been compared to Pulp Fiction. Now, I could see it's comparing to Pulp Fiction and the and revitalizing the, the old 40s-style film noir. Yeah. Like, Pulp Fiction did stylized crime. Mm-hmm. And the only person who could do that is Tarantino. But, you know, I could see that happening. Just time will tell. Time will tell. But the movie, I give a nine because I love the movie. But the DVD, you guys, I hate to say it's it's about a three. <laughs> okay. Um, if you enjoy, you know, obviously the great things about DVDs, special features and all that, uh, it doesn't really cover anything Wait. except for um, an eight-minute behind-the-scenes featurette, which we could catch on HBO. They showed that way back in the day. Wait until December. So, yeah, the two-disc director's cut is going to be coming out in December. Um, I know for a fact, I've read this somewhere, that... 
Robert Rodriguez filmed all three stories in their entirety, yes. knowing that he would have to delete these things down to get a good movie. And one thing about Sin City, the only problem I really big problem I had was it was teetering on being too long, and and then it fell back into the okay range. So well, that was one of my downfalls with the movie. It really was too long. But I, you know, there you're going to get a director's cut, and you're going to get all sorts of things but we have to wait till december so why unfortunately really but it's gonna be good stuff so i look forward to that one thing i like thing i'm gonna review is complete sixth season of the simpsons one thing you see about this is a new packaging homer's it's homer's yellow head and it's really weird dvd packaging because it's like this this case and then you open it and then you have all these weird things but what, what i found weird things why are like weird things it's just I can't describe it without showing it to you. And since this is radio, I can't really show it to you. It's just weird packaging. It's new, so people might need to get some time to use to it. But what I love is that Tell since the creators are features. knows that we are all nerds. Um, the big improvement to this is that inside is a coupon to get normal DVD packaging for anal retentive nerds. Mm, and it gives so, you it gives you a phone number and you call it and I called it for the show. Of course you did. And you get Homer Simpson doing a minute sarcastic thing and then it directs you towards a website where you can actually get for free. Whoops, not for free. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. You actually get this um, new box things. Box. Uh, come again. Box things. <laughs> See, so uh, is the original package too big to fit in like a regular DVD? I shelf? don't know because I haven't put it on my new DVD on my DVD shelf. Um, it's just weird. It's not. It's not normal. It's like in it. It's abnormal. I can I can equate it's it to those egg fingers. things from from the the grocery store. You know, you put a quarter in and then you get like a little wrestling guy. And it comes in those egg packagings. And that's kind of how this is. You get oh, this so it's, plastic it's not flat. Egg. Okay. It's not flat. I've seen it. It's really weird. It's like... It's sh- like it shapes like Homer's head. <clears throat> it's like a person's head, but flat. Or a couple inches thick. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's... It's weird. It's interesting. But it's on to the meat of the DVD, because, you know, meat. you don't buy DVD for packaging. You this buy This is for the, the sixth meat. season of The Simpsons. What do we buy DVDs you for? You buy it for the meat. Buy for the meat. This is the sixth season of The Simpsons. Um, like season five, I looked at the episode order and I thought, hey, this is not going to be a good season, but it is. I lied. It's the best treehouse of horror, in my opinion, which is five, which is the shinning, <laughs> the, the time travel episode where it ruined every wedding that I will go to forever because I'll t- always tell the groom that I'll give him the same advice my father gave me on my wedding night. If you that? ever go back in time, do not smash anything. I said this to my friend at his wedding this Sunday. <laughs> Word of advice to everyone out there. Thank Don't you, Neil, for Neil that. To your wedding. <laughs> it also has like Homer the Great, which is the great stonecutters episode. Where you know, yeah, that's a great episode. Yeah, yeah that one. Bart versus Australia. A star is burn is burns, which is the crossover episode with the equally great the critic. Of course. Yeah, the crossover. Thing. Yeah, they had a crossover episode where. Um, yes, they did. Where Springfield was deemed unsophisticated, so Marge decided, hey, let's have a film festival. And the guest judge mm-hmm. at the film festival was Jay Sherman. Was Jay Sherman. Yeah. The funniest parts of that episode is Barney Gumble's um, movie entry, which is this big oh, art house thing about how he's an alcoholic. And don't cry for me, because I'm already dead. <laughs> and then when he wins, he wins this giant... Um, oil tanker full of beer, and they put an IV in his arm. Of course, arm. always beer. Um, he's sober now. 
Yeah, and also one one drawback is the uh, season six uh, season finale is who shot Mr. Burns part one. Dun, so dun, the, dun. I, all the menus, all the packages are like who done it. But you know what? I don't get to watch part two. I have to wait like six months to you get season seven. I know who did it. I was gonna say it's but, season six. We're on season. Uh, yeah, 15. what season are we on now? <laughs> I I know who did it. I, I just know it by now. I just I, I want to watch those episodes back to back, and I have to wait a long time. Oh, poor oh. Neil. Oh. I feel bad for you. Well, the, the, I know even what the big clue is who did it. I remember how they. I, I remember opening all the Butterfinger wrappers trying to win money for, for that. Um, Why am I now, not surprised? Um, you gotta have goals. I'm going to say that... It's one of Neil's in life. The features on this are just like everything is just continuation to season five. Usually from season to season they change menus for the better and they get some new and interesting... Um, Special features, but everything. Anything that really stands out or cool Nothing. to mention. Nothing. It's all like season five. It's terrible. So what would you give it on a scale? Uh, of on this set, now? I'm giving it a seven just because. The scale of motherness, as I like to call it. Just because, you know, all the special <laughs> features are just like everything they've done before. It's still really good. Hmm. Now we're going to go on to the fall previews of uh, DVDs. I'm going to go through Yeah, some lots to look forward to this lots fall. To, uh, coming out August 30th is the Blues Brothers 25th Anniversary Edition. Yeah, why do we need to do that? Something that I'm looking forward to is two What's DVDs that? coming out. is Monty Python's Flying Circus, Eric Idle's Personal Best, and Michael Palin's Personal Best. Uh-huh. Um, they, I've never seen Monty Python, so I don't know. <gasps> what? Oh, mouths are dropping everywhere. We have a mutiny right here. We're kicking you out of the. the... I, I've seen the bird skit, but that's about it. Never seen Quest for the Holy Grail. I've seen Quest for the Holy Grail. Don't get me wrong. I've seen the movies, I mean, but is... I've never seen Flying Circus. Flying Circus is amazing. Greatest DVD ever. It's oh, amazing. Man. Neil, All right. Neil, 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 Neil. Quickly, Neil. coming out that's September sixth is the lawsuit for season. <laughs> Fraggle Rock complete first season. Ooh. The Omen 4. Fraggle Why do you need to release the Omen 4? Is that the one with the little girl? Yeah, it's the oh. one that... I want to talk about Fraggle Rock. <laughs> Fraggle Rock. There will be a review for that one. I'm so sorry. I, I haven't seen Fraggle Rock in years. Um, I don't also, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy comes out September 13th, along with Taxi third season and Cheers complete sixth season. I don't know why I just mentioned those. But she did. But so. I did. So this is Taxi the the show and the not show. Taxi the Fallon movie, right? The yeah. Fallon Queen Latifah movie. Um, Aaron, Aaron's favorite movie of this past year, what? The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl in 3D, comes out September. Oh, that's 20th. a great movie. Uh, it was fun. Along with is Ren it? and Stimpy, like ten point five on a scale of awesomeness. <laughs> and also September twentieth is the tenth anniversary of Mallrats. Yes. That's um, a great movie. I don't know what they can do with those DVD that releases that Kevin Smith already hasn't done. It's weird. Um, September 27th, um, I mentioned this just because Pupile's on here. We have Iron Maiden Death on, mm. on the road. Do you know anything about... Oh, excuse me. Yeah, come on, Pupile. <laughs> no, I just saw Dead's. Iron Maiden a couple weeks ago. Third row, baby. And oh, not also, for Pupile, we have SpongeBob SquarePants complete third season. Which I know everybody's getting excited about. Okay, now he's showing me his SpongeBob SquarePants underwear. Yes, Pupal has the underwear on as we speak. Also coming out September 27th is Complete Monty Python's Flying Circus 16-ton mega set. More Monty Python. Um, October 4th, we have the Amityville Horror Remake and the Alfred Hitchcock Masterpiece Has collection. anybody seen that yet? I'm curious yes. about that. Was I liked any it. Good? Was I that like good? It. Amityville is the only movie that's ever really made me jump 
and and actually you know f- frighten me enough at the time to be like ah whoa what the heck just happened well spongebob squarepants said that to you too well you yeah know? but that's because i was I, I was yeah it was it was, he was captivated by david hasselhoff's oh chest hair oh my gosh yeah. thank god for dave and that CD doing? of his, let me tell you, put those two together and you got yourself just a grand slam. A 10 on a scale of awesomeness. <laughs> okay. No, but Amityville, you, you said you didn't like it? I really didn't like it. It's It was panned. It it was Jump At Your Horror, yeah. which with Amityville well, you can do gross have you guys seen the original? Because I mean, yes, this and is I like the remake about. about 18 million times better than the original because, you know, people actually, I don't know, died. The one good thing about the the new one is just how well they did the special effects for for the little. Well, I mean, demon things have people. been updated technology. Yeah. and Ryan Reynolds. That, so. Ryan Reynolds didn't offend me. In yeah, his role. that was the other thing that I was really surprised about is that. Well, I was Van looking Wilder, at him as Van Wilder. Yeah, I thought I was going to do that too. See the whole thing and be like, "Dude, you're Van Wilder." Kind of like what Stifler are you doing? and Dukes of Hazard. And it didn't happen. Uh huh. Right. Hmm. So. Okay. So uh, I, I was impressed enough. All right, good to know. So that comes out when again, Neil? Uh, October 4th. October 4th. Coming out October 11th, we have South Park 6th season, Legends of Zelda, the complete animated series. Ugh. You know I'm going to do that one. And Arrested Development Season 2 coming out 18th of October is the Batman motion picture anthology. I've already talked about this on the show. It's a box set, all the Batman films. You get director's commentary, so you get to actually hear why Joel Schumacher destroyed the franchise. And also coming out that date is Batman Begins and He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. So looking forward to that. One. Oh, He-Man yeah. and Batman Begins. Woo. October 25th, we have the Wizard of Oz 2-disc special edition and the one 3-disc collector's edition for all of you that want to... Want to... Yeah. Want to what, huh? I don't know. I was going to start cackling like the Wicked Witch, but I don't yeah, have it in me. Yeah, we're going to keep moving on. But also coming out the 25th is the next um, uh, edition in the Looney Tunes movie collection and gold edition. On Halloween, we have American Gothic, the complete series, Dark Water. And around this time, the Saw Special Edition will come out that will basically have everything that was on the original Saw release, including, but this time it'll have the pitch in it. And November and beyond, um, November... What's the pitch? The pitch. It's, um, the pitch, my belief is that the, or my reasoning is... Your reasoning is blah, 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 blah. blah. I lost my train of thought. Um, the pitch is the the bear trap trap, and that's just basically it. They okay. did it themselves, so. Do you know you know the bear trap No trap. clue. So you know that, that, that chick who has the... Anywho, Anyways. we'll discuss that later because I'll probably review it. Uh, November 1st, Star Wars Episode 3. Um and War of the Worlds really comes out November. That. I hope that's gonna be you know. War of the Worlds comes out November twenty second. Uh huh. And Aqua Teen Hunger Force Volume Four comes out December sixth. Yeah. 6th. And of course, we shall be reviewing those for you, ladies and gents at home, oh, and yeah. we'll let you know whether to steer, steer clear or check it out. So, and not to mention, we cannot forget we have a great prize giveaway today. Um, no, we don't. No, we really do. It's a, a date with Owen. Yeah, that's Owen, what I'm can told. Can you give us a little, you know, five second spiel on why spiel on the why? ladies should call in at four three two three eight nine three to get a this date guy, with you? He's tall. He's it's my dark. radio he's show. Handsome. You think women listen? To as this? as a woman on this show, I have to say Owen is quite stunning. He's a breathtaking. He's a 
real man. <laughs> a real man. And that's and that's what it is on the radio and not on TV. Give us right? your stats. You are a Capricorn. Uh, I'm a Virgo. Gemini. Oh, Virgo. I'm Ladies, a Virgo. he's a Virgo. Is, isn't and gentlemen too. I mean, either way, whoever wants to date with Owen, do I, not I hesitate guess, to call. I guess that's um, I guess that's my fate. But totally against my will. So you have to sell me better than I will. I mean, <laughs> what's what's my big? I go out with Owen. Come on. No favors are guaranteed though if you do get a date with <laughs> Owen. Just <laughs> just to lay that out there, right right <laughs> up front. So the, the phone lines are, are, are <laughs> obviously open. And he loves comedies. He loves puppies. He loves walking on the beach. <laughs> so do I. Um, he loves strip poker. I mean, really, Owen, you're a great catch. I've put on 15 pounds of muscle in the past five months. Yes, he later. has. Once again, the number is 432-3893. That is our prize giveaway. And we're going to get I'm right really into it. Oh, <laughs> we're not kidding. Ouch. Really, we, we mean it. We'll, we'll give you a date with Owen. No, we really will. We, <laughs> we will hook you ladies up or gentlemen, either way. Way. I well, mean, either way. But apparently, um, the auction is is totally filling. What do you think, Jay? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I haven't had a call yet. <laughs> so once again, the lines are open for Owen, the big beefy this, man. This, uh, prize package over till next week. <laughs> All right. Well, worth mentioning segment uh, this weekend. Lots of stuff going on. But before we get to that, I just want to do a random mention. I read this the other day, and I just thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, Bronze Bay Tanning in East Lansing, they added this oxygen bar uh, Ooh, last December. Oxygen. And get this, to cure whatever problem you have ailing you, whether it's a headache, feeling tired, or a hangover, you can go to this place and get at least 15 minutes of So let me get this straight. I go to the bar. Breathe normally or something? This is just like space balls, which has a really can know. of air. He's just like... <laughs> let me get this no, straight. I, wish- I go to the bar. You, I get a, get a hangover, and then I go to another the bar. The next morning, you go to Bronze Bay Tanning, and you get yourself some oxygen, and you feel, whoo, alive again. Now, I talked with my brother, who happens to be a neuropsychologist, uh, psychiatrist, and he's done neurology and all that so good stuff. So he does these oxygen... Uh, well, we talked about the oxygen bar thing, oxygen and it was bar, it was kind right. of interesting. He told me that basically um, your body can digest all of the oxygen that, that it can when you exhale... There's still oxygen left in the in the breath that you exhale. Yeah, still in your lungs, right? So, so you basically at room ambient uh, uh, oxygen content in uh-huh. the ambient air, you still cannot use all of that oxygen that's in there. Therefore, if you give yourself 100% oxygen, you still exhale oxygen. It's kind of like a six of one, half dozen of the other. It's kind of I fun. Know, like, I know. Thanks, thanks for the science lesson. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Oh, and go ahead. What did no, you want to say? No, I was say? Like, um, when I was playing soccer, they always told us to uh, breathe out, exhale hard to get all the you know, CO2 out so you could get more fresh air in. But apparently that has nothing to do with an oxygen bar, which I'm assuming they serve you know, in tubes. Who needs a bar when you got an oxygen bar? It's flavored oxygen. Is there going to be like Irish oxygen there and like German oxygen? You girls a shot of oxygen. You know, O2, that's the hot thing these days. Hey, baby, you want some oxygen? Well, you know, as a woman, I think that would be hot. That would be a turn on for me. So if you guys ever want to take me to Bronze Bay Tanning for some oxygen. I'm going to stop hanging around the VFW and I'm going to go to the oxygen bar. However, I have a great mention. I have a great mention outside of this. Uh, oxygen thing that I know we're having so much fun talking about. Um, the 11th annual Dream Cruise. Have you guys heard about this? Oh, yes. Going on this weekend. Of course, it's not just about the sweet-ass cars here. They're going to have a ton of good events going on, and it brings all sorts of people together, and it runs along a 16-mile stretch, which is nuts, Don't off Woodward worry. Avenue from Ferndale all the way to Pontiac, and of course, the guest list this year is expected to be 1.7 million. Holy is that nuts or 
what. So I'm included in that. I will be there. My friends and I have a party bus. I'm very excited. I'll uh, let you guys know how that was next week. And 40,000 classic cars are expected this year, along with some big sponsors. So they're going to have a lot of cool stuff going on down there. And as always, this is the funny part. There's always Elvis lookalikes at these events. So, of course, I'm all shook up. That'll be going on as usual. I sense a growing pattern when it comes to these festivals. There's always Elvis lookalikes. But moving along, there's also the Michigan State Fair, of course, which we talked about last week. That'll be going on this week as well. There's going to be jugglers, some variety shows, some magicians, and get this, some goat and sheep petting. Which is always Ooh, a favorite. Oh, I get to pet sheep and goat. Hey, that's always a favorite of the impact. So um, that'll be going that's, on. That's Very what you cool. usually do in our uh, annual g- gathering as we go pet farm. Yeah, whenever we have our impact get-togethers, it's always goats and sheep. That's all I'm going to say. So concerts going on in the evening um, at the Michigan State Fair. Of course, the game will be there this Saturday, August 20th, and the Impressions Sunday. And Alice Cooper will be there as well mm. Sunday. So that would be cool. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, Boys to Men performed last week. I know you really wanted to go see them. But I heard they put on a phenomenal performance. Um, Other days include, of course, miniature horse racing, some armed service bands, Scottish pipes. You never know what the Michigan State Scottish pipes? They do some really random things. Oh, yes, bagpipes. Uh, They got it all, baby. Bagpipes. So corner of 8 Mile and Woodward Avenue, of course, and uh, the Michigan Renaissance Festival is going on this week as well. And uh, this is kind of new news. Um, We have a new stadium to look forward to. To this fall. Have you guys heard? That's right. Really? I haven't right. seen that yet. Spartan Stadium. <laughs> they have raised the roof quite literally. There's new 24 private suites with only three left for this season, but they're booking up fast, which of course us average Joes, us students can't really. It's like, oh great, Our whatever. has a roof? I mean, unless you're, uh, you're, you're chummy with Louiana Simon, you can't really. I am. Like Louiana Simon cares. Oh. oh. No, I mean, seriously, if you were Luana Simon, okay, all right, yeah. Season, she has whatever. very little to do with the athletic department here. Well, I mean, either way, I'll be in the student section, so that's I'll all I can there. afford. More I'll fun see in you the there. Section. It's much more fun there. Anyway. Oh, oh, of course. Yeah. Are you kidding me? But, you know, for those rich people, if you if you do want the private suite, I, I don't really know what they have, but who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll talk maybe to maybe my uncle Aaron's Money there in a bikini. Aaron, yes. will you be there? I will be there in a tangerine Speedo. And, and of course, excellent. my last FYI before, you know, Aaron <laughs> gets on his bikini spiel here. Um, our radio station is producing Michigan Governor Jennifer M. Grohl. Granholm's uh, new weekly radio address and podcast that's released each Friday at 10 a.m. Have you guys heard about this? Yeah. Yes, I saw a picture. Like, that's of right. She's going to be doing a weekly radio address and uh, gives her an opportunity to talk directly to you out there, which to will be me? very cool. Yeah, you, Neil. Even me? Is she going to discuss my problems hey, with Hey, either Simpsons way, packaging? I'm excited because it's the impact. Anything we're affiliated with is pretty cool, so... <laughs> Right. All right. That's it for me. Anything that, well, that's going to do us um, for right here on the Mother of All Shows. I'd like to thank P. Pyle and Owen and Aaron. Of course, they're the same always. usual guys. Uh, the same here. regulars. I think Owen is Norm and, and Aaron's the other guy. And once again, we'll give away Owen next week since nobody called in this week. Well, I think that's next week. He'll work on the Kate, muscles. Kate, Kate's whipping out her cell phone right now and calling us up. Um, <laughs> she's she's going to have us up on the basement. We'll see and you guys. And she's got a date with Owen. See you guys next Thursday. You're <laughs> listening care. to the Mother of All Shows Impact 89. Adios. Adios. Thanks for listening to this evening's Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact.